Hey, my little babies. You're having a good day? I hope you are. It's a little rainy here on, on Thursday in October. People are... The people are out. They're showing you that they're voting, okay? If you don't vote, you're, you're dead. You're done to everybody. If you do vote, it doesn't matter unless you get a picture with that I voted sticker, okay? Voting... Early voting in New York across the country is just almost double what it was before. There's lines around the block at my early polling station. I was going to go today, but it's too cold out. It's too cold and it's raining. We have a couple more days. We still have time for more chaos, okay? At the polling stations, on the streets. Mayhem, okay? But listen, here's the deal. Silver linings everywhere, okay? Optimism, positivity, that's what we're looking for here. The worry is not helping you. The stress is not helping you. I want everyone to to realize that after the election's over, you can be friends with someone who thinks differently than you. Maybe they like Joe. Maybe they like Trump. Maybe you, you like apples. They like oranges. But you can still be friends, okay? Don't get too worked up about people you never met. Yes, the, his, the it's the most historical event ever. Event meaning election. Yes, maybe Trump is a secret racist who's taking over the country, okay? And dog whistling or whatever they say. Yes, Joe Biden might be in the pockets of Chinese billionaires laundering money through his son. This is all possible, okay? But does anything seem real anymore? Okay. Yes, COVID might come and get you even in your home. Yes, COVID enforcement might come to your home. You got They're going to tell you to mask up in your home. Okay. But listen, as long as you vote, oh, everything's going to be fine. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Ask Amadeus podcast. This is the just the audio version. If you want to go find it on my YouTube at Marcus Amadeus, there's visual elements to it. This episode, we're going to talk about GDP, positive news, baby. Okay, relatively positive news. We're going to go deeper into it. GDP is up 33% as Big Tech and Fang reports their earnings as well. Is that going to drive the market? We had one of the biggest sell-offs yesterday. I think it was down 900 points in a long time this up and down news just before the election will covid relief come in is it enough it's not quite what the the dems want but it's something that it's not but it's more than what the republicans want can we get a deal before it's done who knows are you ever going to go see a movie again or we're just going to you're just going to amazon prime it up the whole time i saw a really good documentary the plot against the president on amazon video go see it it's pretty awesome uh cernovich one of the guys who broke the epstein story is involved in it but if you know anything about the russiagate scandal really interesting breaks it down about the alphabet boys the transition and everything like that i think it's relevant right now because of the election let's talk about business man we're just a business podcast right now interest rates to buy homes record lows okay if you have your money sitting in a just a savings account it's not earning anything you got to put it out there create jobs invest in the economy 
But we're it's a tale of two economies, right? We're seeing G- 33 GDP growth, the U.S. economy, that's great. But it's relative to second quarter, I mean, it, which was down 31%. So it's actually only 2%, something like that. But what does it mean? It's, it's, the, the certain sectors are, are back, certain sectors aren't. But we get into it. But before we do, I got to sell you something, you know. Gotta get ads ads here, okay? Hey, thanks for tuning in. Mark here, Ask Amadeus Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about these good numbers we heard back about the GDP. GDP is up 33% in Q3. Amazing news. Positive for everybody who's worried about COVID upticks and unemployment numbers, the election, and where the economy's heading. But is this, this the, is this the whole picture? Are we looking at every single aspect of this number? Does it mean what we think it is? Indicates, which is meaning the economy is recovering. And does that mean it for everybody? Is it segmented? A lot of people are saying, you know, big tech is announcing numbers this week. There's been talk about who's the president. Is there going to be over-regulation, no regulation, you know, mon- monolith? Monopoly breakup of big tech—it's—it's it's in the conversation. So, let's go. Let's go look in this number. Forbes has a different opinion, writes Sarah Hansen. That blockbuster GDP number doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet. The U.S. economy grew at a record-breaking 33.1 percent on an annualized basis in July, August, and September, according to the preliminary estimate released by the Commerce Department Thursday. While the statistics mean that the economy has recouped some of the losses it suffered during the early days of the pandemic, it doesn't tell the whole story. So let's go into a couple key facts. Um, if you've listened to my podcast, we do a lot of real estate. We do some economic stuff. We do culture. Right now, let's talk about where we are. We're in we're in early October or late October. The election's about a week away. In New York City, where, where I am, we instituted new rolling lockdowns in certain areas because of COVID percentages. Other cities like Denver and places in Texas have also been doing the same. Wisconsin, because we've been seeing upticks. And this has been impacting businesses. Even in my area, they have have teams of people you know, enforcing regulations, which has been a problem for some of these businesses who are... So, for instance, I was at a place where there's a deli. I think it was four or five is allowed. But they also included the deli people and gave them a fine. So this is impacting businesses, and it's impacting small businesses mostly, right? So these giant tech companies like Amazon and Google have seen their stocks go crazy. Uh, Pinterest is up huge. People are buying at home. Small business through Facebook is up huge. Um, But then other places that need brick and mortars are done. And like the movie industry is basically done. What are you supposed to do with the theater right now in America? Come on. Even though that third quarter growth fueled by personal spending, exports, and private inventory investment is incredibly high by historical standards, it's not nearly enough to offset the massive losses we saw in the second quarter. Obviously, this is the bulk of the shutdown for 2020, COVID. Because of those huge losses earlier in the year, the third quarter is really just proportionally is proportionately huge and misleading because of how far the economy has fallen. Uh, a couple days ago, we talked about the real estate sector in New York and this kind of we, we had indications you know obviously Manhattan is hurting a little bit but then Bro- Brooklyn was in a different story but there's also 
these numbers also get influenced when the volumes weigh down and then you get big ticket items that are impacting this. So for instance, this is a similar situation where, you know, a lot of businesses might be hurting like travel, entertainment industry, like the movies and production and airlines and Boeing and things like that. But big tech, Amazon, huge, going up, had a big year. I think it's up uh, up to three thirty four hundred dollars a stock now. Uh, Apple. So it's being consolidated. I was talking with a friend. We were calling this not the Great Recession, but the, the Great Consolidation. A better representation of third quarter growth would be the change in GDP from second quarter to third, which was 7%. Relative, right? And the blockbuster 33.1% statistic is also misleading because it's an annualized rate, which calculated by assuming that the level of growth in third quarter will stay the same for the rest of the year. So moving into the holiday season, holiday season's big, right? Especially in a place like New York, that's where you get a lot of the travel industry. You get the hospitality industry, which is really hurting. I was at a hotel last week, got great rates. Nobody was there. It was awesome. On the beach, Asbury Park. Go, Go check it out, the Asbury. That's not likely to happen for a few reasons. The recent surge in coronavirus means that economic activity will slow again before the end of the year and the absence of a new coronavirus relief package to follow the $2.2 trillion CARES Act, which passed the mark, means that the economy won't have nearly as much support in the fourth quarter as it did earlier this year. If you've been following this, they're going back and forth about passing this package. I think the Democrats wanted 2.6. The Republicans wanted 1.4 4 or 5 and they settled around 1.8 I think but Nancy Pelosi if you go on CNBC she's been blocking a lot of this a lot of it I think is personally for you know political reasons before the election you know that's uh, not not too far fetched right a uh, couple key background points you know the US saw really bad growth in the second quarter and GDP shrank a sh- shank shrank 31.4% or 9.5 drop from the second quarter thanks to major declines in personal consumption, exports, and state and local government spending during the pandemic. Much of that economic pain has continued through the fall despite moderate improvements as some businesses reopen and consumer demand stabilizes. Personal spending has continued to fall and there are still more than 20 million Americans receiving some sort of federal unemployment benefit. On the top of that, the labor market is still more than $10 million jobs short of its February levels. And you know some there especially with rolling lockdowns, some businesses are bringing back people full-time, some of it's part-time. They're on and off unemployment um and you know it's it's sometimes it's a tale of two of two economies for people. Some people are doing quite well. They have a jobs that have gotten busier because of COVID. Certain industries like we're saying, big tech have prospered because of it. Other industries have not. So it's a consolidation into other, to, into certain types of industries. So this is a cr- crucial quote they have here for Forbes. Uh, Even as the economy was growing, there was evidence of extreme distress amongst families. Brookings senior fellow Jay Shambaugh wrote in a recent blog post, surveys suggest surges in food insecurity, reductions in employment, secondary incomes, tips, gig work have left many families on the brink. Over 2.4 million workers have filed for unemployment for more than 27 weeks, a number that is sharply increasing and demonstrating extreme hardships for many households. And what to watch for lastly, Thursday's data is the economic release ahead of the third, which is the election and President Trump 
who has long touted strong economic performance as his bellwether of success. And, you know, if you watch the president, the last or second presidential debate, it was definitely a, a version of be scared, take precautions. Like I said in my last podcast, we are we will prosper when everybody is treated fairly or have equity or deal with the the COVID coronavirus versus we have to live with it, learn to live with it. It's part of life now. And we will all become have equality if we have opportunity and jobs. So it was a, a stark contrast of what's going on. So, it, you know, in from my personal perspective in New York, what we're seeing is, you know, I feel, if you listen to the podcast, we do a lot about real estate. Obviously, you know, I said it a bunch of times. Two things we're seeing here. We're seeing a lot of businesses. We saw a lot of businesses close in Brooklyn, uh, mom and pops, things like that. But then Amazon, Facebook, I don't know about Google. They they leased up a lot of office space. That indicates that pretty soon, you know, we will be moving forward and people will be coming back. Are people building that in? Are people thinking about this as as in the future? I have been noticing a lot of companies are not going to force people to come back even as the winter comes in. I think the winter, the transition, people are trying to prepare uh, to see what happens. I mean, a lot of these people who went back for the summer for gig works or restaurants or hospitality or tourism partially i mean with the winter coming in in the northeast and the west and just north in general do they get laid off again do they go back to unemployment um do they just shift and do things like amazon flex like i, I met a, a guy who said that you know he lost his job and he started doing amazon flex and he was like listen it's not great but it's not that bad and it's uh it's really you know it's business is booming you see them you see them everywhere advertising for more more and more workers. And in terms of the market here, like all of the interest rates are super low. I think they're in like two six, two seven for thirty year thirty year rates. Depends which zip code you're in, depends what your your credit score is and everything like that. But that is fueled the cheap money is fueling the housing market in other areas outside big cities like San Francisco. And New York specifically, the rental market not a lot of people, not a lot of action in the rental market, but a lot of people are buying. So that also fuel that's an indicator of the economy. People feel confident to make long term investments, and hopefully, when the, this election's over in about a week, everything will be back to normal. I doubt it though. I had I was kind of thinking that this would be, maybe it was just a political thing but I think it's I think this is going to be used as a leverage for states and nobody these governors don't want responsibility whoever wins I think it's still going to be you know a power grab for the governors and it's uh it's unfortunate but uh, this is positive news I think in a certain sense uh you know this article written by Forbes is saying you know listen we did have these big numbers I've said this also before it looks good it is good but you also have to compare it to how far it's fallen. So, but you know, optimism is contagious and so is negative emotion. So, I think this is a good thing for us hopefully moving into brighter future even as we go get a physically darker time because of daylight savings next week on on November 1st, right? All right, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's the Ask Amadeus podcast. I do real estate economics, internet, culture. Get me on my YouTube channel, Marcus Amadeus. 
Instagram, Marcus Amadeus. Podcast is Ask Amadeus. Like, subscribe. And if you're looking for a house, buy, sell, want some advice, contact me. I'm your favorite neighborhood real estate agent. He'll help you out. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy, like, subscribe to the podcast, Ask Amadeus and Mark Amadeus Online. Listen, I'm a real estate agent in New York City, the greater New York City area. If you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, we're here to help. It's been a very crazy transitional time here. But don't you worry. That's why you got professionals, okay? We help you buy, sell, rent. We also help you stage. We help you improve your home, painting, cleaning. We have real estate attorneys that can advise you. We have movers that give you preferential rates because you come through us. Flat rate, okay? Jeez. And we can also help you with mortgage attorneys. We have also have how-to guides to help you buy if you're a first-time buyer or a first-time seller, okay? We're here to help. No obligation, free consultation. Contact me at Marcus Amadeus on my social media. All right, have a good day. Bye.